Hi everyone, today something a little bit heavier than usual, namely something about realism and the church during Deutsch thesis. So realism is a philosophical position that states that there is an objective reality out there and we humans can describe and explain that reality uh, and hence transform the world, uh, develop ideas, improve ideas. That, that is essentially realism. Um, there are counterparts to it, like anti-realism, which is completely focused on human consciousness and ideas without any clear link uh, with the existence of an objective reality. There's also relativism, which is the philosophical position that any truth is possible, that there's not one objective truth uh, to questions, but that um, uh, people can have different uh, truths about the same uh, reality. Um, that is relativism. So then there is the Church Turing Deutsch thesis, which is um, realism taken to its uh, extremes. The Church Turing Deutsch thesis simply says, uh, but the simply is deceptive, every physical process can be simulated by a universal computing device. And my claim is that this is the, I would say, the most powerful realism claim that one can make. It's of course a conjecture, like all theories, so it may be proven wrong one day. So far it hasn't been. And so as um, good Popperians, uh, we need to adopt it uh, until we uh, have a better theory uh, about reality, about how we can understand and describe reality. But the Church during Deutsch thesis, I think, is a very powerful way of stating what realism and all of its consequences uh, are about. Now, you may wonder why go along this uh, route of, of philosophy, uh, realism, relativism. Well, essentially in companies, in management, we also constantly try to describe and explain reality. We are solving problems, so we need to have ideas that solve problems, that transform the company. And the way in which we create ideas depends on our philosophical position. If we are realists, then we are convinced that we can explain reality uh, and find ideas and improve ideas to better explain reality and hence transform reality. If we are anti-realists, for example, we would not bother too much about understanding uh, things and improving things. We would be, uh, I guess, very passive on that front. And if we are relativists, then there's another danger, then we are, I think, too happy too quickly in saying that everybody can have his or her truth. There is no uh, one objective truth. We should not be seeking for it together. We just have to accept that people have different truths. Um, but when we do so, of course, um, progress is limited. Um, because if I think that I'm right, why would I search for improvements? Why would I seek for uh, errors in what I think? And relativism has this tendency to very quickly uh, agree to the idea that uh, anyone can have his or her truth with all the consequences 
of limited pros progress as a as a result so realism relativism anti-realism -reali is actually relevant it has consequences that we encounter in everyday life uh, in companies um, we may not be talking about it uh, in this respect and in this way uh, certainly not often, but I think underlying all of our uh, interactions and ideas and knowledge creation in companies, underlying all of that is a philosophical stance uh, that is uh, either realism or anti-realism or relativism. And so it may be clear already that I'm a realist. And today I would like to talk about the pinnacle claim of realists being the church Turing Deutsch thesis, which, as I said, goes as follows. Every physical process can be simulated by a universal computing device. So we can create knowledge, knowledge in a computer program that is capable to simulate uh, every physical process to arbitrary precision on that uh, computer. So this is a very dense uh, statement but full of consequences and full of content and reach uh, and it says basically that we can create the knowledge whereby a universal computing device can simulate emulate approximate if you want every possible physical process now this statement has several consequences and i would like to go through them one by one because that will make clear uh, also what we mean with realism and how far-fetching the idea of realism can be first of all the thesis implies that there is a reality out there um, because it speaks about physical processes that are there that can be approximated to arbitrary position precision by a computer program running on a universal computing device so therefore it assumes that a reality with physical processes is out there second consequence it is possible to create knowledge and to uh, capture and describe those physical processes um, in that way so knowledge is possible uh, knowledge that describes physical processes and explains physical processes is possible third consequence that knowledge which is possible is not only descriptive uh, which is a position where some realists uh, actually stop but it's also explanatory so the computer program simulated uh, on a universal computing device uh, is capable of explaining all of physical processes you can't write a computer program without including explanations and causalities if you want to simulate a physical process because a physical process is a process where you have causes and effects and so therefore your computer program hence your knowledge has to also have explanatory parts and the church Turing Deutsch thesis therefore says that our knowledge of the real world of the physical process of any physical process in the real world is not only descriptive but also explanatory so explanations are possible is actually the consequence here uh, which is by the way again not uh, a trivial one I mean some people may uh, say that they're realists and say that um, descriptively there is a reality out there but explanatory or in a uh, or 
explanatory wise uh, we cannot uh, we cannot fully understand it the church during Deutsch thesis says we can the fourth consequence is that given that the thesis says that we can match reality to arbitrary precision that there's also not a boundary uh, for our knowledge uh, that once it hits the boundary that it cannot grow so we can actually simulate any physical process to any arbitrary degree of precision there are no barriers to uh, the potential growth of our knowledge about reality and about physical processes in reality fifth consequence of the thesis is that reality is deterministic uh, reality doesn't contain contradictions because uh, it's described and explained through computable functions so there are no discontinuities or extremely bizarre weird things that are happening uh, we can describe uh, and simulate reality with uh, the use of computable functions there are also no intrinsically random processes so this basically goes against the probabilistic uh, copenhagen interpretation of quantum mechanics which says that reality is inherently probabilistic uh, so this thesis goes against that and uh, actually supports other interpretations of uh, quantum mechanics and also the um, reality doesn't contain contradictions so again there are computable functions describing the laws of uh, physics and hence all physical transformations uh, cannot contain contradictions reality is one way um, and one way without uh, contradictions this by the way is contrary to hegelian dialectics which um, believe that reality is full of real contradictions actual uh, facts of the world actual factual contradictions so this is the fifth consequence uh, the sixth consequence is basically given that we can simulate reality physical processes to arbitrary accuracy that implies that physical processes are equivalent to computations uh, and in the other way around computations can cause physical stuff to move so basically computations have causal power uh, this leads to the idea that there are two types of causations one is the laws of physics and the other one is knowledge um, more specifically computer programs but knowledge actually has causal po power it is the thing the, the kind of information that once instantiated in a computer or a physical substrate is capable of generating causal effects in that substrate in the physical matter in which it is instantiated so it's not only the laws of physics that cause stuff to move in a particular way seventh consequence um, is the following given that our brains are turing machines and uh, therefore universal computing devices we also as humans can understand everything in reality so every physical process once given the program next consequence given that there are no barriers to evolving our algorithms and our knowledge we are also universal explainers we can discover all theories that match reality to arbitrary precision precision there is no physical barrier or any other kind of bar barrier that prevents us from discovering through conjecturing and refutations uh, the algorithms and the knowledge that um, 
allows us to simulate reality to arbitrary position precision sorry and then lastly and this is maybe a little bit again more speculative but if morality and aesthetics involve physical processes for example suffering in morality or attraction in aesthetics you can look at those things as physical processes then also we can objectively simulate morality and aesthetics as well uh, as we can objectively simulate all physical processes to arbitrary uh, precision so that also makes the fields of morality and aesthetics objective fields where there is objective knowledge that is independent of our mind um, and objective knowledge that uh, describes and explains reality the moral reality and aesthetic reality so this is uh, all of the consequences that i wanted to share of the church during deutsch thesis and what it means for realism in its most extended far-reaching uh, version um, and i think it's uh, again given uh, the fact that the, that the thesis is very short and seems to be very condensed it is uh, fully packed with consequences that all have very high reach and are very interesting to explore um, i admit sometimes far away from our everyday situation but i do contend that from time to time we uh, should be looking at what is all underneath uh, the things we're doing uh, on a day-to-day -day basis the problems we solve the knowledge we create the knowledge growth that we attempt uh, where this did all, this all comes from and then uh, quickly we get into these territories um, and into these kinds of uh, philosophical arguments and again i think we can learn a lot from it um, in distinguishing uh, re realism from anti-realism from relativism and in the case of realism thinking it really through through all possible far-reaching consequences thank you as always for listening and happy to hear criticisms and feedbacks um, and hope to talk to you soon bye bye <laughs>